Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Clint Sterner's Football at Four. Sometimes I give the old football at four segment to baseball or very rarely basketball or NBA or college, but uh, sometimes to the Astros. Sometimes we talk college football. Um, But today, Ron, we got an update. We got an update. For all of our loyal listeners out there, y'all know uh, Tyler Milner. T-Meal, real deal T-Meal. The richest producer in all Without of sports, a doubt. Is sports radio. All he, of it. He's out this week, and my man Chris Santiago is in. Christopher, by the way, Santiago is uh, is in the building. We appreciate him for sure. He's doing a hell of a job. But uh, Tyler is, um, as as Ron just said, the richest producer in, in all of radio business. What did he tell us? He's at the number one resort. Number one resort in uh, in Mexico. Uh, it's it's a a work trip with his with his wife. How about it? Apparently she does she does pretty well, and the company's pretty successful because they are splurging. Um, and here's the update. Here's the update. Company just had a ten thousand dollar pool tab. Oh, we talked about this in the break. Ty- oh, Tyler's dangerous when he's got to pay his own tab at Twin Peaks. You listen, listen right now. Would I have been shocked off my ass if you told me Tyler really got to feeling himself and he just dropped he just dropped ten thousand? I wouldn't be just floored. In Mexico, I would just be floored. At a resort, shocked. that probably wouldn't be hard to do, even though it's probably all inclusive. Yeah, I'm I just saying, I w- I wouldn't be floored. So to to tell me that the company got it, oh hell, well he got access to it, oh. Ron, here's the best thing about this this young fella. You see, he's coachable. He's very coachable. For those of y'all that weren't listening a little earlier, Tyler's hung over today because Roughly. on the trip in yesterday, he had two tall boy Modellos and at, uh, on the trip from the airport to the resort. Then he had two uh, shots of tequila when he arrived at the resort. And then he had three old fashions at the pool. And he says, then it got foggy. And I gave him hell about the old fashions at the pool. No, I mean, who in the hell drinks old fashions at a pool in Mexico? I, I've never done it in Mexico, but I will. I have <laughs> drank at a pool in Miami. So. so, so we gave him hell. It was on social media, and I don't know if if he saw it and 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 decided to be coachable, or if he just shift gears here a bit. But Tyler's um, his part of the ten thousand dollar pool tab. 
three margaritas, two tequila shots. Okay. And, it, it really, he's, he's hungover, right? He said he had well, to do was. an audible. Well, he was. He doesn't hear the dogs. He said he had to do an audible, right? He said he had to change the plan. He struggled. Hey, he done. He two tequila shots. He done heard that joker. Um, Two tequila shots, one tequila sunrise, whatever the hell that is. <laughs> so, I don't know if he got he got Twitter fingers on that uh, on that uh, a on that a or if he meant to do that. That got away. And and one strawberry margaritas. So he's uh <laughs> he, he's gone full blown Mexico, boys. He has gone full blown Mexico. Hey, hey y'all, y'all think he, y'all think he's in in, in good shape? The, the Mexico uh, he, he, had, he had three three uh, mimosas to kick it off this morning, and that was around eleven o'clock. He sent this. God, he is destroying his liver. <laughs> oh man, he is destroying it's his day liver. Two of the trip. Good gosh, Tyler, hang in there, buddy. Keep us updated, man. Make make sure. Uh, Damn, make, man. Hey, make sure you look after your bride. Make sure you're in in, in in good enough shape to where if something happens and you need to help your bride out of a, a, a pinch, then it'd be all right you, if you it wasn't the shots. It. Yeah. God, and he's doing this. He knows he's on her job's work trip. Oh, he's gonna take full advantage of. It. I know, he, but he doesn't, he, he doesn't get just, invited on ours. I know it, but he. <laughs> I just, he's just got to make, I just get so concerned that it doesn't get away from him. And he doesn't do nothing to make himself an ass at her work trip. And this, what, this what right if, here can put yourself in it. What if Tyler gets his wife fired on a work trip? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like. Boy, he'll come in here with that's what tail he, he, he got comfortable. He said, it's her boss, man. Her boss always gets me in trouble. Right? <laughs> now, that, that, that's one thing he likes you. You can keep a drinking. That that could that could go that go south on you real quick. There's the old T meal update, man. We'll keep you posted. We got Damn. two more hours. Tyler's got two more hours, and this is obvious. I'm going to assume that they've gotten out of the pool now. By the way, you think Tyler's first or the last out of the pool? <laughs> yeah, he is last. dead ass last. He's last. Tyler's one of three guys that are still in the pool, and their wives are already dressed, and they're having to go. Hey, we've got dinner in 30 minutes, man. Get up, get out of here! And they so, do. There's no way he's making it to this black tide of word event. I don't know. He's a big. He's got to get it. He's got to shut it down. I know, but he's got to shut it down now. It's gonna be great. I can't. I can't wait to see he's pictures. I can't wait. To, I'll be honest with you. His hungover picture this morning didn't didn't uh, didn't do it. He he didn't. It didn't look that hungover. No. And if he sends me one more eggplant uh, emoji, I'm 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 gonna yeah, I can't, block I can't his de- ass. I can't defend that one. Guys, we got a little news on the running back front. The Texans are obviously in the running back market. Um, God, I hope they're in a running back market in in an aggressive, uh, big way. Uh, We got a little bit of news, I think, on the running back, uh, the running back market here. And I'm going to spare you all the the intimate details. But Saquon Barkley, Tony Pollard, uh, Austin Eckler, Josh Jacobs, and Derrick Henry, all four though, all five of those running backs, top five running backs. Some would say. In, in this in this class of free agencies, uh, they've they've all uh, none of the teams are going to franchise them, Ron. So they're all going to test the the free agent waters. The stars are aligning for the Houston Texans. Um, God, they need a running back. They need playmakers. Uh, they've got the money to spend. Um, now's the time with with a, a lot of their young stars at the premium positions on rookie deals. Now's the time. Hell, I'm be honest with you. Uh, I don't even know that when we get to talking about these running backs, if we need to get real deep into the, well, I don't know if they can afford it. Because running back, relatively speaking, for what you're going to get out of them, uh, running back is is a, a cheap position. Um, and like I said before, you, you could very easily sign them to a, a three-year deal 
um, with with uh, two thirds of it guaranteed, and hell, you could cut them after this after the second year. And, and, and so there's ways that you could have one of these dudes and and, uh, and and make a big time run over the next couple of years and running back not be a problem. But here's what I want to do. We've talked a lot about Saquon Barkley. I think I, I think I mean I would prefer Saquon Barkley. Um, I, I would rank the top three. I would go Saquon Barkley. I'd go Derrick Henry, and I'd go Josh Jacobs. Those, those would be my those would be my top three backs right now. You give me one of those three guys, and I feel like you 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 got a chance to be as good as anybody in the game at that position over the next three years, two three years, however long you sign him for. Here's what I want to do though, Ron. Outside of those top three guys, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you the the, the top ten, okay? Um, but out of the outside of those top three guys, I, I want to know. What turns you on in this group? All right, you got here's the ten: Derrick Henry, Henry, Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard, Austin Eckler, DeAndre Swift, Zach Moss, Devin Singletary, Gus Edwards, and AJ Dillon. Take the top three off the board: Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley. Give me two you like out of the remainders. Yeah, I I like I like Swift. Yep. Um. A lot there, younger uh, too, and and you saw some some moments there um, where they were able to get get some things going in Philly, uh, and that offensive line is good, but it's not it's not as dominant as it once was. So it's not like he was just like oh, but he was yeah, running behind. Yeah. Uh, and then I, you know, I when I look at those other guys, that Eckler thing, the age thing for me, I'm not I'm not big on. Like I don't I think there is still something there with Tony Pollard. I think there is still some of those guys we're talking about. I think there's something there. Like when you start talking about Gus Edwards and you start talking about those. I think Tony Pollard is a guy that catch the ball in the backfield. And, and you know, this year I was surprised, kind of a down year. They just couldn't couldn't really get it going like he had been before. Um, and, and I think it's clear maybe he needs, an, you know, some help, some other guys to get more carries than the other two. But Tony Pollard and – and Swift would DeAndre Swift would be the two guys to me that jump out outside of that of that crew you were talking. About. I'm gonna tell you I may surprise you on this one, Ron, because I I I don't I think Tony Pollard I think he's gonna be a, have a hard time being the the lead horse being the the, the workhorse. Um, yeah, I think he needs more he needs more help. Yeah, uh, in terms of he tried to this year, I think he needs more help, more 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 guys behind him to get carries. I think Austin Eckler is a guy that, for me, the interesting thing with Austin Eckler is I believe that you've got to adjust. I mean, he's almost like a wide receiver. He's almost like a which, – yeah. which which some would say it's not a bad thing, but it would just be a – it would be a, a drastic change offensively. It's not from what, what they're we, trying to do, though, right? No, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I mean, I think they have the flexibility because there's some – Christian McCaffrey – I mean, there's, there's some Austin Eckler, Christian McCaffrey similarities in, in, in stylistically how they approach the game. Um, so I don't know that Bobby wouldn't be comfortable with it. I, I just don't know that, like they're trying to be physical, downhill, punishing, and I just don't know that Austin Eckler. Fits no, I don't that, think so. Right um, now, I don't think Devin Singletary did either. So we'll we'll see we'll, we'll see how that ended. But I'm with you on DeAndre Swift for me. But I'm gonna go off the radar here. I like AJ Dillon. Now I'm not happy if AJ Dillon is is the answer, like the only, but 
of all these guys I look, DeAndre Swift, outside of those top three, DeAndre Swift is a guy that I would really like to see in a Texans uniform. Like, I watch that dude play, and and he's got some of the same characteristics as Saquon and Josh in terms of just the burst, the acceleration, the explosion. Like, it's different, man. It's different on an NFL field. Um, A.J. Dillon just, I've always, the system. I've always admired his play. To, exactly. That's where, where first he's played in the system. Um, I love you talk about getting downhill, and for a, and for a big bodied back, he he is actually better in the open field and and better, um, in terms of running the football than you would expect. Being as big as he is, he gives you options inside the the five and in short yardage situations, like like really really good options there to tote the rock. Um, in a different ballpark than I than I believe. The other backs obviously different style, but I, I don't I don't know that I wouldn't like to see him in a in a Texans uniform. Yeah, I just, boy, I don't I don't know. He's he's had the injuries here. It just felt like he just felt like the number a number two guy. Sure, no, I, I still you know think I, mean? I don't yeah. think he's a guy you sign and go. Yep, this is the running back. Like, and you don't pay him like that either. But but I, I would like to see him part of a one two punch. Like he's he's one, and maybe you disagree here. He's one where. I think, I think it's an upgrade over Singletary, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Well, stylistically, it's just you know completely I mean? different. Yeah. Like, like he, like to me, though, I was going to say other this, guys. I think are to me those two guys. Oh, the other guy, I agree that the other guys are. But, but to, like AJ Dillon and a, and a Devin Singletary, that that would to me that would be a good backfield. Like they're complement. I'm just talking about the, the stylistically. Like they're complementary of each other, and. I don't know. I, there's just something about AJ Dillon. He he's the one bigger back in this league that I've always been a fan of. And every time you look up and the team commits to him, they are punishing folks. And so I I, I just I, he AJ Dillon. Someone just said here, Booker Jay Booker here on uh, YouTube and Twitch. If you go with Dillon, there needs to be a guy like Motor to go with. Oh him. I, yeah, I agree. I agree. A, a one two a one two punch. Um, a, 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 a lightning to the thunder kind of deal. You definitely got to go to a two back approach. It's not a workhorse. Like I, to me, you sign one of those top guys, um, and I, I'll even throw DeAndre Swift in there. I mean, it, 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 it's man, you're getting, you're playing four quarters here. We, you ain't no third down back. I mean, you're uh, first that, through third. Those guys to me are clear upgrades over your oh, run game, hell. like clear ones. Yeah, and I, mean, I think. Hell, I look, I think I think Gus Edwards would be is, is a clear upgrade. <laughs> be honest with you. You see how violent that sucker runs it ran in uh in, in, in Baltimore? Shoot, I'm with you, man. I love I, I just love I just love the free agent. Was he hurt? No, not no, he really. Played. He had a fumbling problem, but I just that's all right. Hell, we we got something to give away, man. We don't turn the ball over down here. CJ CJ protects it. Everybody I else said, can turn uh, it over. I said he's got a fumbling problem. Clint said, ah, it's okay. We got, a, we got a few to give, man. Don't worry about it. Big time free agents in this year's market, man. I mean, in in, in this year's free agency, it's just, whoo, it's nice to be a running back needy football team. I know that much. Down. Set. Ron, you've been out this a little longer than me, man. I need a little help. Oh, boy. Y'all, you know, you know nowadays these restaurants, that they are, they've all got these indoor play areas now for the kids, right? So, we take the girls yesterday. So they got, they got one in Baytown, nice spot, Cactus Jacks, great spot, and uh, great, great play area for the kids. Fenced off where they can't get out, nobody can get mm. in. It's, it's awesome. 
But there's obviously a dynamic, right, where you've got – like I, I got a two-year-old, right? So I got to be out there with her. And then you've got nines and tens running around in there just full speed, right? So it's already one of those like, hey, man, it's kind of a little bit hairy. So you keep keeping your head on a swivel. Yesterday I'm out there with Liv and she's climbing off. And I got, I got a group of four, I'd say seven to nine-year-olds. And they've decided they're going to take a crock. And they're going they're going to basically play keep away and throw it the length of the of the turf area. Mm. Back and forth. I walk out there, I walk out there with my little girl, right? First one as I'm walking across, Crocs coming right at me. Luckily, I just caught, I was saw him earlier so I just caught it and flipped it to one of them. But it went on and on and they and they threw it and hit a hit a uh luckily the babe they had the shade up on the baby's uh what do you call it? On the uh the carrier. Carrier? Yeah. They had a little shade up, and it hit the back of that shade, and a mama about come out of her seat and let these. But somebody to tell. My point is, somebody to tell these kids. Yeah, I got man, no problem when it comes to safety like that. I just, I really felt, I felt like I, I failed the kids around. Like I felt like I should, I should have said, "Hey, man." One of them was a big old boy. I, I felt like I should have said, "Hey, man." I, I wanted to be like, "Hey, man, where your mom and daddy at, man?" Like you can't be throwing. It, like, y'all, I mean, it was twenty minutes of throwing a shoe back and forth, about four of them. And it's just like, man, what, what what are we doing here? I don't know. I just, I, I need to. I probably hit it with, hey, guys, let's make some safer choices. Yeah. The first time. Boy. I, I, I've done that before. Hey, I've look, when it. they hit that baby carriage, I thought that mom was going to come out of that seat, boy. Yeah. The, the, the part that, that gets me is is the parents that just let them let them jokers just go around and do that. Well, I'm going to give the like parents, if, I'm going to give the parents the benefit of the doubt because in, in this area, like where we, there's like 15, 20 tables where you're sitting, where you're like right next to it. And then there's tables inside, like around the corner, so that maybe they were inside, you know, and you couldn't really see what they were doing. So you, and they're older, so you're just trusting them. So I'll give the parents the benefit of the doubt in terms of not knowing what was going on. Yeah, go check. But, but like, at what point? At what point do you, as a kid at nine, seven, eight, nine, ten years old, like, at what point do you think it's it's a good idea to just play, play? Like, I'm they're throwing it over adults' yeah, heads. Two years. They're two throwing years. it over yeah. people's heads. Yeah. Like, at what point do you think that's okay? Yeah. It's, like, should that have been coached out of them by now? You think? Yeah, and some of them are delusionally dumb. What's, I don't know what's worse than being dumb other than being delusionally dumb. Yeah, they're just, not they're, knowing they're, it. They're, yeah, they're, <laughs> yeah, they're delusionally dumb. Yeah, they got a ten-year-old that does, and a seven-year-old that does really dumb things <laughs> all the time. But no, I, I said, but you gotta go, you gotta go check because if 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 Trey is in there, I'm gonna check a few times. Yeah, it went on. I'm gonna check I, a few times where I would at least catch them running square routes yep. uh, with the. Uh, with the damn, damn, damn look. I, I, first time I walk across here, I'm telling you, if I wouldn't have called it, it hit me right in the side of the head. Yeah, we got something. I would have said it real loud. Hey, guys, let's make some safer choices. Let's not throw shoes inside of the – I'm saying it loud. Somebody's parents to come over and get your damn kid. All right, coming up, <laughs> we'll give you the latest report on Verlander. And uh, what did you hear when they're uh, – When they're asked, is he going to be ready for opening day? We'll let you hear that coming up. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink think what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, welcome back into the drive. Uh, Texter rolls through. Uh, as uh, we were talking about the backs, uh, is uh, the, the Texans should have a real, real great opportunity to get one of the top backs to improve one of their most difficult, or uh, not most difficult, but one of their positions that uh, they really, really need to improve from last season. Someone texted in, Clint, why is everyone discounting Pierce? If we have one of those top guys, we don't need Singletary, and we pro and we have Pierce to be the number two. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I I'm not, di- I'm not discounting Pierce. They appear to have discounted him. Now, I don't know what the, what it means moving forward, but just from we from what we've watched here the last part of the season towards the end of the season, man, he wasn't playing and. Yeah, look, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not personally discounting Damian Pierce, but I, but I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm just like he, he discounted himself with the, the inability to get any, like last year, like you got to realize, like there were down the stretch last year, there, I don't, I don't buy in, I don't subscribe to the he doesn't fit the scheme and, and he, he, he can't figure it out. Like there's something deeper than that. I don't know what the hell it is. But there's something deeper than that. But there, there was something really bad. Like, a team doesn't turn to Devin Singletary and go, we're just going to leave this guy in the game all four quarters. We're not going to give anybody else carries. We're just Like, it has to be – you have to be – this isn't one of those, well, you just couldn't get going, or, man, you, you know, you're averaging under three yards a carry. Like, th- there had to be something – there had to be something drastically wrong for – the running back position to play out the way it did last year for the Texans, not at some point in that Baltimore game go a hey, Devin's a more patient back and more committed to the blocking scheme. And the, the, the defense is swarming. We got a more physical guy back here. That's active. That will damn sure get downhill. Let's see if he can't break a tackle. No, they never did it once. Right. I mean, it's just like, I, there, there's something really so I'm not discounting and I, and I actually, and I hope I'm just don't. reading I'm just reading the damn room I, yeah and I hope they I hope they don't and you know you guys had him on which we talk about a, a lot you guys had him on the post game after he returned the uh, the kickoff return yeah. uh, late in the season and felt like that may have been the only time he touched the ball all game and, and, and that continued the rest of the way and in the playoffs but like he said he He's got to get better in the system. He said he's got to do those things, and I I don't know, man. We'll we'll see. I hope not. I hope that they give him a shot because I am it. Is, I am just not convinced. The person that I saw two years ago yeah. uh, cannot play and cannot, and that's and that's what they basically treated him as is he can't play. 
Like he 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 cannot go. He cannot play. Yeah. And I hope I, that is not the case. But but to me, if the thought is, hey man, we feel like we got a shot to really contend, and we want to make sure we get everybody that we we feel is ready to go and can help this team yeah. right right away right now. Then I, I mean, they got to do that. Well, for for me, the reason I don't I don't discuss Damian Pierce is because he's not a free agent. I mean, Damian Pierce is under contract. So I mean, I mean, I, I'm I'm going to assume that Damian Pierce is going to be in the running back room um, next year, any way you slice it. I mean, Damian Pierce is is going to get an opportunity. Now, what that opportunity looks like, I think, is going to be dependent on on what kind of guy they sign. Um, I I personally would not be disappointed or concerned if if they signed one of these top guys. Um, and and Damian Pierce was the the counterpunch. Damian Pierce was the two. I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't have a problem with that. Um, hell, you don't expect the top guy to get seventy five percent of the snaps anyway. So if not more, yeah. so I mean, it, it, at that point in time, it, it would be a a, a non factor. But um, I, I don't. I, I'm not discounting Pierce. I'm, I'm not. I I it last year they did. Now this year's a different year, and we'll see what happens. But last year they sure as hell. I've just sure I've never did. I've never run in in all of my years playing ball and covering and covering the game. Like I've never heard, I've never heard so much chatter around a tailback about not fitting a scheme. Like I, I have you in all your years covering covering the sport? Have you do you ever remember where? And I'm talking about the chatter to a point where like that that's, why guy, the that's why a guy field. That's why a guy goes field, from a thousand yeah. yards to not get on the field. And they couldn't get on the field, and either that player didn't pick it up or the. Or the team didn't adjust. Scheme didn't change. Didn't adjust. Yeah, like I, I, that. That that's that's the damnedest thing I've ever seen. Especially a guy who was as, as successful as he was one year. Because you've said it repeatedly, and like it's it's not like like in any system you run that the zone run scheme is not in it. Like it's not like that. Like he. Even at Florida, it's not yeah, like he never ran that. Yeah, these guys have been running inside and outside zone their entire life, right? Now, now, I mean, they're, don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I I thought Emmett Smith was done until I was literally a cowboy standing behind him, and I watched him stretch one of them jokers out, put his foot in the ground at the right time, and 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 hit it upfield before the crease ever got there. But right, right before he ran up the backside of a lineman, a crease appeared, and he and he went for twenty. Like there, there's a vision, there's a patience. I, I get it. But again, we're not talking about a guy having a little bit of a backslide. We're not talking about a guy that, hey man, it just the patience just ain't right, man. We're timing's just a little bit off. We're talking about a guy that went from being a thousand yard rusher essentially, if he wouldn't have got injured, to not playing. And, and the option being we're gonna run motors legs off. Like that that that's that's I've just never I would like to I would like to talk like I want to talk to Smitty and some of the different offensive guys. That that have been like I just have never been. I, I've never seen anything like that. No, I, yeah, I just I, that that they that by the end of it, it was well, he's just not playable. <laughs> like in either in either way, he's just not he's not playable. Not short yardage, he's just not playable. It's just that yeah, that was that was that was strange. That was strange to see and. Like I said, we'll see what they do next year. But like, I mean, he wasn't even getting backup reps. 
at that point. So I don't I'd, even I'd like. Be, when I'd you be say interested like, the last month of the season. Who got more carries, him or Agumba Wale? T- let's say touches. Him or Agumba Wale? There was a couple games where he had like six touches. It's tighter than it should be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't. But I mean, it, it's there's like there's a couple of one carries and zero carries in there for him. All right. Um, I just I just want to I just want to make something very clear coming up on the Texans offseason situation in which I just feel like there's a segment of fans that I don't know where it's coming from, but they are just, they've just made up things in their head that aren't true. And we'll discuss that coming up next. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, welcome back into The Drive as we continue rolling here. Tyler is out this week. Tyler is in Mexico. Well, he's out till, what, Thursday? Thursday. Thursday. back Friday, which is strange. Um, oh, God, he did not shave. You see this picture of Tyler? Yeah, and it's oh, making God. me uncomfortable. It's, it's, I mean, uh, it, that's ridiculous. I mean, he's. Ridiculous. I mean, I guess it makes the old fat the case for the old fashioned at the pool. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna drink old fashions at the pool, you you can't shave every hair off your body to, and then do it. I mean, I, I just it, you can pull it off better if you're just walking there like Harry and the Hendersons. But but there's, I mean, first of all, he sends he sends eggplant emojis. That you know the the first time I could I, I saw the the little joke he he in it that one I, I that one was completely unnecessary. Now, if, if if he's gonna send, a, I mean, like, hey, if you were gonna send a picture to a group, a group, pretty not int- that you would, but if you were going to, that's a pretty intimate. Photo. Exactly. That's if it. you were gonna send a picture to a group, like everybody's giving you a hard time about shaving your chest, not shaving your chest, you said you're gonna send a picture that that depicts, like, hey, I didn't shave my chest. How would you do it, Santiago? I just, I probably wouldn't even send a pic. But if you did, if you if did, did, just just play my game, okay. Santiago. Right, damn, bad, my bad, my bad. Uh, damn, <laughs> just show damn young and cool. You can't even play my game. Play my damn game. <laughs> I'd probably just like, I guess, a selfie. I guess right in yeah. the mirror or yeah. or something. Just like standing up. Yeah, something like that. Tyler is laid out on the bed. Oh, la- oh, what? oh! He's laid out on the bed, <laughs> head on the yeah, pillow. It's, it's, it's. I mean, stretching his <laughs> neck out so you can see where he's shaved. You know, and and he's got one nipple in the picture, <laughs> and he did not shave. Like I mean, what are we doing here, man? I uh, no. And wait, did he send you a eggplant emoji with it too? Uh, no, no, not no, not with it. No, that uh, would be if he put the two together. I'd have a real. I'd, I'd call him and talk to him. Yeah, yeah. It just the, the random eggplant emoji now. Since I told him I wasn't comfortable getting that eggplant. Nice emoji. having a little fun with it. Exchanging eggplant emojis in, in an all male text. Just I'm sorry. I'm to teach their own. That just ain't my deal. Yeah, I didn't get that last one. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a lot of hair, man. So, that's he's, a lot of hair. He's laid up on his and side, And he has that man. weird face, man. That, uh, oh, yeah. Like Popeye the Sailor Man or something. Oh, little bitty, little bitty nipple having ass. Sad, man. Yeah, he's got the dimes. <laughs> got the dime-sized nipples. Good for uh, him. Good for him. Tyler going to mess around and get his wife fired. Uh, I just, at least he's resting it up. Now he's going to be – see, he's re- he's in bed resting. Now he's going to be ready for the black tie event. He, <laughs> yeah. had to get, he had to get some yeah, – He's going to be late. Up. Yeah, he's going to be late. He could have just taken – Taking just a just a little bit off of the top on that on that. Oh, I think he should have. No, he he should have took it all off. I would have said and, that and drank I mean, palomas. Something, man, that is 
Man, that is thick. Hey, boy. just take it all off and drink margaritas and palomas and 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 Mexican beer, and we'll be I, all right. I stand by that. That is a that is Clippers, and that is a guard first. That's got he can't just. Oh, go there ain't no no. He ain't straight no razor in that. that. No hell, razor. take it take it from a guy that that uh, has a similar problem. Not quite like that. That is that is something else. That is something else. All right, um, should we expect a best of the week this week? Is that should that be an expectation with with I mean, Chris? Hell, he's and, right there. You're looking at him. Well, What's Chris he is do? here, but Tyler's here Friday. So like, is it should? Are are you are you uh are you bookmarking? Thoughts for uh, I'm just trying to think like I like Friday this, with Tyler. It's a tough thing. Like I would completely, I would completely expect Chris to have one done if Chris was here Friday all week. But now he's, you know, he's got to have most of the work done, and now Tyler just swoops in. I, just, I, I think you should do it, Chris. I, I oh, think yeah. you, I think you should put a Monday through Thursday together, leave it in the folder, and then and then just let him tag Friday should, on. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And, I then, think and then, let's do this, and then see if he gives you credit. <laughs> Set him up. I would, listen, I was going to say, I, I, I was going to have the expectation. I mean, this is a clearly a, you are now a producer of Area 45. You do a daily show. So, I, I mean. It's a good point, man. Should have it. Oh, yeah. I was definitely going to have a, a best of good, good you guys. Good for you. Good for you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, Tyler will take credit for it. Make sure make sure you bookmark Ron screaming and then whispering. That's going, that, oh, yeah. that is definitely a. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, speaking of that. Um, Clint, it just. This, this is, I didn't realize this was the this kind of topic. Is, this is something Speaking that, of that. This is bothering me a bit, man. Got to whisper. Like, I feel like, I, I, I feel like, I feel like people are just, just, are just misguided or just, I don't know where it's coming from, but the thought and the fear it feels like to me that, oh, like, let's really, really figure out and be careful how, the Texans spin this offseason. I'm not saying just go crazy, but the realistic thought, and why I say realistic is the Texans aren't going to go sign the top five free agents in the in the market. All right? Not going to do that. But I've said it will be an absolute um, unacceptable situation if they don't sign at least one Pro Bowl level in their prime player right now, and we've talked about several of them. Hell, Clint said two, all right? And I think definitely two is something absolutely easily done. But I feel like people still believe, Clint, in some form or fashion that, oh, God, boy, the, the Texans, got they got holes to fill and they won't be able to, to, to put together this team if they sign big free agents. That's not true. I think people are like, oh, this is going to affect us down the line in the future. That's that's not true. I, I, I don't, th- this is my feeling. I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but there is, there's, there's virtually nothing that the Texans can do in terms of signing some of the big free agents we've talked about that will affect what they can do with this team this year or moving in the future. Right now, this year right now, there is nothing that they can do that would hurt their future or hurt their ability to go sign players that they want to sign, that they want to sign. Now, they may not do it because they don't want to or they have a different plan, but it is not because they can't. And I feel like there are a lot of people that may have that, maybe not a lot, but there are people who have that feeling within the fan base of, well, we can't just go and sign, let's say the name Mike Evans for whatever million dollars or 
or, or Chris Jones or Justin Matabike or all these, these guys because we won't be able to feel the rest of our team. We've had people talk about kickers and punters and defensive tackles and linebackers. I just, it just doesn't, that doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. And you look around the league, Clint, that's just not true. They could sign the two guys you're talking about and still Mm -hmm. be able to fill the rest of their roster out the way they want to. Yeah, look, I, I think the, the the part that gets me is the extreme conversations. The 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 whole like, well, we you, you can't re-sign the free agents that you want to keep on your team right now that you want to bring back and go get these guys. Or man, you've got your kicker and punter, you got to re-sign, and then you got a lot, certain amount of money, millions of dollars for the rookie class. Like those are all. Uh, th- those are all non-factors to me in the conversation. That sure you're you're going to address your kicker and punter situation. Sure you're going to have money to uh, to to pay your rookie class, and and um, sure you're going to bring back free agents that you really really like. But there are no free agents on this team that are going like like that you're going to resign, with the exception of Jonathan Grenard. There are no free agents on this team that you're going to bring back that you're going to pay. An absorbent amount of money to like Cashman's going to come back, and I, I think it's going to be on a hell of a deal if if they can get Cashman back. Cashman's not going to break the bank, oh. right? I mean, Stephen Nelson, Stephen. If you get if you if you don't go a different direction, if Stephen Nelson's the guy, Stephen Nelson's not going to break the bank. I mean, at, at at some point, at some point, you know, there's there's you gotta you gotta bring in guys that are are difference makers, and I just believe that the the stars are aligning right now to do it. And, this and is I, always the I, time yet, when you do it. I've yet, right, exactly. Well, good point. I, 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 the only mistake the Texans can make is not going aggressive right now, in my opinion. Like it, it's, I, I think the easiest way to sum this stuff up, Ron, and and you did it nicely here, is is to lay out. Lay out the the Chiefs 49ers in terms of how many players they have making X dollars and compare it to the Texans. Yeah, I I said it earlier, and if you want to look at the 49ers, they're a team that has a quarterback uh, that that led them to a Super Bowl, a quarterback that I think they believe in on a rookie deal. Now, it is not the same rookie deal that that CJ is. CJ makes more than he does, but CJ obviously you know doesn't make some crazy amount of money. He's a nine million dollar cap hit. The San Francisco 49ers, Clint, have 10 guys on their team that make anywhere from the range that will be a cap hit this year from the range of 14 plus million dollars to 30. 10. 10 guys that make over 14 million dollars. How many do you think the Texans got? got two. I got two. They got two. Two guys. They only got four dudes that make double digits. They got four dudes that make $10 million or more. The 49ers have 10, and they're everyone you can think of. Yep. They're all the great players you can think of. Sometimes it feels like some Texans fans view that the the Texans are playing in a different game than everybody else. The way they're able to make that work, the Texans are able to do that too. The way that the Chiefs are able to make a $58 million cap hit by one player work, and not to mention they have six other guys that make over $10 million a year on their team. They've got Patrick Mahomes at $58 million and two other guys that make $25 million plus on their team. Neither, none, none, neither of those other two are Travis Kelsey or Chris Jones. 
But but the thought of the offseason is they're going to try to get Chris Jones, Snead, and they're in the Mike Evans conversation. The thought is they could get two of the three of those guys. With with all the, the current contracts in place in Kansas City. Oh, by the way, their kicker makes $4.8 million a year. How are we going to make it? How are we going to fill the roster? We've got a linebacker to get. Okay, as you said, Blake Cashman. That's not going to break the bank. You want to go somewhere else? You got draft. You got play. You're going to fill this roster. And you're going to fill this roster. To, and none of these guys are going to prevent you to do it. You, you want Mike? You sign Mike Evans. If you want to, you can sign Nico Collins too. There is literally nothing. Nothing. Not, there is not a move that could be made that's going to stop you from making your team better this year, signing the rest of your guys this year, or whoever you want, or in the future. Maybe down the line, maybe when C.J. Stroud is the highest paid player in the game, maybe when you're coming up on that, but you're not coming up on that. And this is why people dream of the situation the Texans are in. This is why the 49ers can go and break the bank and give Debo Samuel the money he he wanted. This is how they could, in the one offseason, give Debo Samuel and Nick Bosa the money they want and bring in Hargrave. But now, somebody had the audacity to call me misguided. You're angry and misguided, Ron. I'm angry. I'm just blown away by people. You have the same, you get to do the same thing the Eagles. But it must, it must, it must blow some of you all away. How in the hell did the Eagles give him an extension and Jalen Hurts? And give A.J. Brown a new contract. And give uh, Fletcher Cox the money he's given. And give Dallas Goddard new money. And sign Sweat on the other end. But it must blow you away. How the hell the Ravens do all of that? In one offseason, they gave Roquan Smith that. And they made Lamar the highest. must blow you away. Mark Andrews is already on the team making money. Good Lord have mercy. But the Texans can't do the same. All right. They gave Odell 15, too. They gave Odell 15. One year. Doesn't move. Can't can't mess with that one. And just, <laughs> just, must be blown away. And they kept Justin Tucker. How in the hell did they do that? Whew. All right. Coming up, the Astros. Big news from their top prospect. We'll let you know what he did. And from a guy that they potentially are going to need to step up this year, as well as Hey, how about it? The Houston Cougars. They are the new number one team in the country. And did something happen that may stop one of the most controversial things in sports? We'll discuss that next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 